praise you, Jesus. Just keep worshiping him. Just keep honoring him. Glory, Lord. Glory, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. You can continue to stand or you can be seated, whatever you feel like. We're just going to keep worshiping him. I just want to honor honor him. We're, for, we're here for him. We're here not here to please a pastor or please ourselves. We're here to honor God, to honor the Father, to honor the King that died for our sins, that we can have eternal life. Jesus, your kingdom come, your will be done. Jesus, Jesus, glory, Lord. Glory, Lord. <laughs> praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We're going to go into communion in a little bit, but first I want to share a word, but just keep worshiping him. If you don't feel like listening to me, don't listen to me. Listen to him. Lord, remove my voice. Let your spirit speak, Father, to our hearts, Lord. Open our hearts for your word, your living word. We want to hear from you. We don't want to hear from a man. We don't want to hear from the flesh. We want to hear from you tonight. Glory, Shandabasi. Proverbs 16, verse 3. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. The Lord works out everything for his own ends, even the wicked for the day of disaster. The Lord detests the proud of heart. Be sure of this. They will not go unpunished. Through love and faithfulness, sin is atoned for. Through fear of the Lord, a man avoids evil. When a man's ways are pleasing to the Lord, he makes even his enemies live at peace with him. Amen. Better a little with righteousness than much gain with injustice. In his heart, a, man's, a man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps. I want to go back to verse 7. When a man's ways are pleasing to the Lord, he makes even his enemies live at peace with him. Even his enemies. Lord, when my heart's right with you, even my enemies will be at peace. Lord, you are peace to us. And I just feel like that's what the Lord is saying tonight. It's sort of a, an add-on from the word last week where he... He showed me that Monopoly board, and it said, go, pass, pass go, and collect $200. God, well, and I just feel like there's a shift, there's obvious physical shift in the season happening, but I also believe it's in the spiritual, too. I was watching some YouTube videos, and I get stuck on that stuff, and uh, it's not good sometimes, because it's mostly news and political stuff, and, you know, I was listening to this, this, this one gal, uh, what is her name, Lindsay Webb, or I forgot her first name, but last name was Webb, and she was talking about just where this country's going, and what our government is go doing, and all the crooked stuff and I was like man there's no hope <laughs> you know listening to her but our hope isn't in this world it's not in this president it's not in this nation our hope is in him he gives us peace and I believe right now in this season we're coming into like a, an upcoming election where there's all this fodder and all this talk and all this stress and the division wants to come and you hear about COVID again, you hear about all this garbage in the world. 
And then I step into this place and I see what the angels are doing. They're worshiping him. They're worshiping the Father. They're not focused on the things of this world. They're focused on him. We need to be focused on him and we will have peace. So I believe this season we're moving into, you can look at the natural and get brought down. Whatever you're dealing with, you can look at the natural and get brought down. But God's saying, there's peace in me. You're going to have to walk on water. He's going to allow you to walk on water in this storm. God is that good. The Father is that good. Peace in this storm. Peace in your life. Whatever you're struggling with, God is that good. He is that great. Jesus, we worship you and we honor you, Lord. We're honoring him with his word, and I believe he's given us a word as to the body as peace in this storm, peace in this, this coming season. Um, when Scott and Tammy were up here, I saw angels, and they were like these shielded angels, huge shields protecting you guys. He's protecting you guys. His angels are protecting you guys. Don't lose faith. Don't lose hope. Those shields are huge, and he sent those angels because you matter that much to him. The enemy is coming to steal, kill, and destroy. And he's sending these angels. They can't touch you. The devil can't touch you. The lies can't touch you. The division can't touch you. The angels are shielding you. There's a lot of garbage. You guys sense it. You feel it. And he sent the angels to protect you. On both sides of you, when you are standing next to a judge, all these angels, and there's like these shields. God is faithful. So I want to remind all of us, call on his angels. They'll come and protect you. I remind all of us here to pray for our pastor and our parents. You know, we're, we're all going through stuff. There is a storm in this world, but there is peace. Praise you, Lord. I want to give a, a, a real quick testimony, um, and then I want to give a couple words, if that's okay. I have a, a guy at work I've been working with for about eight years, and we travel. And you can keep, you don't have to listen to me. Keep worshiping him. Glory, shandabasiridiri. There's this guy at work. You know, he's a Christian. We've, we've get, gone on a lot of trips. We've went to Japan a few times with each other. We're around the world with each other. We've been to San Diego, RTDYs. We sat with each other. And uh, not everyone else around us is Christian, so it's not... You know, it's not kumbaya all the time. We said it's a battle sometimes. And we just sort of look at each other like, yeah, I'm praying. You know, we don't agree with that, but we're praying. He's a real, real quiet guy. I'm, I'm not a loud person, but I usually call people on their garbage. And he's one of those that doesn't. He's a real nice guy, and I try to learn from that. I've learned a lot of things from him. <clears throat> And, uh, you know, he, he brings his family on TDY. There's a lot of guys that they'll go on travel, and they won't bring their families. They'll go out and either work a whole lot or party a whole lot. I always try to bring my family and make it a vacation, and he's one of those guys. So I respect him, you know. We're not going to make no money when we have our families there. So I respect him for that. But about two weeks ago, I was walking out the gate with them. It was a sunny day. And we're walking up the hill. I'm sure we were talking about church and God and stuff. But, uh, and our families. And we're at the stoplight. And I say, bless you. Have a great weekend. 
And then I get a call around, I think it was around 7. And I heard he had a massive heart attack in his house. And I just talked to him a few hours earlier. Well, he lived, so don't, don't. <laughs> he lived, but he had a massive heart attack. Our Father loves us so much. The Father's heart is for us. So I started praying. I started sending out prayers. And, you know, I called a couple of our mutual friends and prayed. You know, he's he's a pretty private guy, so he didn't want it to get out to the, not that he would have told me, but he, I just know how he is. So we were all praying. I even called someone I haven't talked to in a long time. But let's pray, man. And we didn't hear nothing, you know. And then I see him last late last week coming into the yard. He's coming after work. I'm, I stayed late. I'm running late. And I don't stay late on Friday. But I, I see him. He's sneaking in to get his computer so he can work from home. And I said, Matt, what are you doing, man? And he's, I'm here. I said, praise God, dude. I was praying for you. He looked me in the eye, and he's like, yeah, I know you were. And I said, I'm thankful you're here. You guys will get it in a minute. So I said, what happened? If you don't mind talking about it. He goes, no, I want to talk about it. He goes, uh, it was in the evening. My wife heard me gasp. And then I, I, I had a heart attack. And she came in later and noticed I wasn't breathing or moving. She started screaming. Everyone ran in. She told everyone to get out, call 911. She started doing CPR and, and, and the chest compressions. I came home that night, all right, that same night, and I said, babe, you know CPR? <laughs> but anyways... <laughs> um, so his wife's doing chest compressions and CPR, and uh, he's all, and she kept doing it until that uh, medic showed up, and they strapped this machine on, and it started pumping my chest, and uh, I was probably out for 10, 15 minutes or something like that, and uh, he goes. Then I, then I, I got a heartbeat, but we're, we decided, my wife's like, let's look at the, the ring, our video cameras. They got video cameras all over the house, and they actually have a video camera that reflects. It's on the back of his room, but it reflects off the window going across, so it's not a camera into his room, but you can see a reflection of the glass of what's going on in the room. And they're, so they're watching the video playback of what, what happened. And they're watching the wife come in and scream. <laughs> and watching the wife, kids get out. And trying to save his life. I'm sorry. Let's get through this. Let's get through this. So he's watching this. And that's, you know, I had another friend that had a heart attack, a couple of Jeremy, a couple of years ago. And they had the heart attack on the ring, too. <laughs> so this ring. And this is the video cameras for your house that you can put on your, your front doors. And they, you need, yeah. No, no, turn it off. No heart attacks in here. <laughs> but uh, so they're, they're watching it. And my friend Jeremy said, man, every time I watch it, me and my wife, we're, the feelings and emotions just so trigger us. We're living through it. And praying. So then the medics show up. They see it in the glass. They're watching it. And the medics show up. And then the medics put that machine on them. And they're putting, they're shooting them with uh, epinephrine or something. Or I, I, I don't know. They gave them like, they were going to give them two shots. They gave them one. And then it kept going. They're like, we don't have a heartbeat. And then all of a sudden, he goes, let's do another one. And they pull the machine off to do another one to give them injection 
And right when they pull the machine off and start to feel, fueling up for the next injection, you hear this deep in the microphone because it's a recording too. You hear deep and it's the heartbeat. And you hear the medics go, we got a heartbeat. And it's a strong one. No, no chest compressions, no, no air. It's a strong one. And he said, we went back. My wife's like, rewind it. So we went back right to the first beat. And they switched cameras to the front door where she had sent the kids. And right at that minute, the kids were crying out to God, don't take our dad. Man, I'm not trying to be emotional. I'm just, you know, me and him, he's telling me this in the middle of the shipyard. I start crying. I'm, praise God, I'm giving him a hug. And the kids were crying out to God, don't take our dad. And the father's heart in heaven breathed life. Amen. In the middle of that storm, the father's heart breathed life. He's going to give you breakthrough. He's going to be your peace in the storm. And I told him, I said, man, that's a good testimony, dude. I was, you need to tell everyone that. He's like, I'm going to. <clears throat> Even the enemies will live at peace with us. What, that t- what, a, what the word is saying to me is even my circumstances will be at peace. I will not let my circumstances dictate where I'm going, how I'm feeling. It's God's word and what he has for me. We have to stand on his word. We can't be a people moved by every wave or every, every drama, every situation. We have to walk in peace and walk in authority. God will honor us. He will hear our cries. Praise you, Lord. Glory, Lord. Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for Matt and his family. Lord, I thank you for breathing life into his body. And I thank you for his kids that cried out for their father. And our speak that over the kids in this room. Train them up in the ways, and they shall not depart in Jesus' name. Lord, your spirit on them. Lord, your authority and your supernatural peace on them. Let them call out to the Father, and let those prayers be answered. Let those, those prayers be yeas and amens in Jesus' name. Glory Jesus. All right, I'm done with that part, so stop being emotional. I'm just, like, emotional, so I'm sorry. It's just, I don't know you guys. Like, I was cutting church for a while, and you guys just showed up. But I just feel like (laughs) I was super busy this past summer with uh, kids going to college, and I had some water damage in my house. So I I haven't been here. What was your name? James and Adriana. I just want to pray... a blessing over you and your family. Glory, Jesus. Glory, Lord. Glory, Jesus. What's your son's name? James Jr. Lord, we bless James, Lord. We bless the future. Lord, you determine his footsteps. Lord, we we bless you in Jesus' name. Lord, you determine his footsteps. James is not going to walk alone. He's going to walk with the power and the authority of the Holy Spirit. He's going to see people's people's lives changed and healed. He's going to have a heart for the hurting. He's going to be able to tell when people are hurting and be able to, I see an intercessory, a, a warrior, a prayer warrior, You're going to be able to look into people, and he's going to be able to see the hurt and the pains, but he's also going to know the Father can heal it, make make it better. And we just bless that over his life, Lord. 
And I just feel for uh, James and Adriana, or Adriana, I wanted to bless you with more. God wants to bless you. He wants to bring increase to your house. I don't know what your finances are like or what your job is like, but he wants to bring increase. He, bring, he, he has a blessing for you. He wants to expand in the, in the physical, in the natural. And he's, he's already starting to expand in the supernatural, but he wants to expand in the natural. And so I, it, it, maybe it's a promotion, maybe it's a, a check in the mail or something, but a blessing is coming and a blessing is over your house. I want to bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. I just felt like I had to pray that, so I know it's going to happen, so it'll be good. And then uh, Denise and Tammy. Denise, can you come sit by Tammy, please? We're going to get into communion in middle of a minute. Scott comes over and says, I, I want your dad to do communion. I want you to transition, but he's going to learn not to give me this mic. <laughs> Lord Jesus, Shanda Basiri. All right, um, y'all was, y'all get a lot of words, but I felt like the, I felt like the Lord was speaking this to me, and He was, and it's, it might be a little bit personal. So, we're all family here, <laughs> but uh, I feel like the Lord is saying, well. I feel like the enemy has come against you guys with your kids and lies where the enemy wants to just shoot these little arrows and these snakes and lies. They're just lies. And you guys battle. You battle for your kids. And you struggle and you pray and you cry out to the Lord and you don't always see the answers. And sometimes it's, it looks like they're just going their own way or, it, you know, what is this? But I see the the enemy shooting these darts and God's saying don't worry about it you know you've battled it and he's asking you not to battle he's asking you to walk in peace and trust him in it trust him in it you don't have to battle the battle is the Lord's give it to him whatever it is I just I, I felt that was for both of you does that make, is that, you know, sorry to say it in front of everyone and, and your kids, but your mom loves you guys, and she stays up all night, and she battles, and she gets mad, and she gets angry over the, the devil, and God is saying, I'm going to take care of them. I'm going to breathe my life into that. You can still pray for them, but I feel like you need to trust the Lord in this. You need to give it to him. So you can grow and be a blessing and be a greater blessing. Amen. All right. All right, we're transitioning. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, say I'm gonna do it all. We're gonna we're gonna say some words, some words of affirmation and blessing. We're gonna heal some people. So <laughs> We're going to do it all before communion. Um, does anybody need any healing? Any? Yeah? Jesus, we speak to these muscles, these tendons. Lord, this leg in Jesus' name be healed. Thank you, Lord. And you said it doesn't bother you, but it. All right. Thank you, Lord.
Yeah. So, Tammy, check this out. <laughs> Amen. Amen. No, I believe God healed it. Your wife was looking at you. You got anything you need prayer for? James? You don't have to say it out loud. Does anybody else need prayer? Any healing? I'm not healing no one. God's healing. God's God's here to heal, not me. I don't I don't do none of that. I just believe that He can do it. I've seen Him do it, and I I've even seen Him do it and say I can't believe it. What's up, brother? Am I a pastor? Uh, I'm not the pastor. I've been a pastor. Uh, I feel like. Uh, no, I'm not a pastor of this church. That's the that's the pastor of this church. I'm a, a leader in this church. He's 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 uh, blessed me to give words. No words. Oh yeah yeah yeah. He's he's asked me to do a transition for him, and I'm just blessing him a little bit. Did you need a word or anything, brother? Okay. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, so p- part of giving the testimony of the guy at work, I mean, and I preached this when you went on vacation or you were, out, you were at the pastor's retreat or something. Um, when we give testimony of what God has done, it's allowing the Holy Spirit and God to move right in your life, that same thing. So these things that we're talking about, I believe that God, that, that healing spirit for those things can touch everyone in this room. You know, and, and, and people don't have to raise their hands. They can be right in their seat and say, I want it, and I believe God's going to touch it and heal it. So is there anything particular you want prayer for, bro? Amen. I do have a word for you. I feel like you're a man of his word. I feel like you can study the word and understand it where other people can't study. Like people, some people struggle to study. I feel like you can understand his word. And also, I had a friend a long time ago. He used to, he used to rap. You remind me of him. He was a rapper. I don't know if you sing or do poems or rhymes or anything. Do you do anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I bless the artistic in you. Um, God wants to bring it forth, and you can use it to glorify Him. So He's gonna He's gonna make a way for you to uh, worship Him in in your in your artistry, in your gifting. And I just bless that gift. 
And uh, do you have any any elements you want prayer, prayer for? Amen. What is your name again? Lawrence. Bless you, Lawrence. What do you want prayer for? Jesus. Jesus. I'm trying so hard to not blurt that out, but I love you, Dad. And we speak life over this body. And God, we just ask that you would heal it in Jesus' name. You know what needs to be done. And we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. We also lift up mom who's at home that was uh, had a little bit of a temperature and maybe an attack. We just come against that garbage in Jesus' name. We pray for healing over her body right now. In Jesus' name. Glory Shandabasiriti. Jesus' name. Also last week, uh, mom stood up and, and gave up. She prayed out loud. And when he did that, or when she did that, I saw like a... Uh, what came to my mind was like a nuclear explosion of the angels rejoicing when she, and that's partly because you and Kara broke that spirit, that that, that spirit of uh, fear of man, and uh, bless you guys. I mean, the angels rejoiced. I mean that, she, that's she carried a garbage for a long many years, and she's broken through. And, God's blessed her. Amen. All right, we're about that time for the real transition. Yeah. Dad, you want to come up? just thank you for your son, Lord God, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh. God knew what he was doing at the beginning of time, before the beginning of time. He knew what had to happen. Just like Jesus was right there at the beginning, he knew what had to happen. Before these things happen, and after they happen, after the crucifixion, after Jesus died for our sins, after the, God gave him up as a sacrifice for all of us to receive him as our Lord and Savior, Jesus gave us everything, his life. But he gave us communication with the Father. He gave us the Holy Spirit. He gave us the right to cast out demons, to heal the sick, and to mend the broken heart. He gave us the right to do miracles, signs, and wonders, and healings. There are healings in this room. There are angels in this room. Jesus lives inside of each one of us. So he's in this room walking around just... Ah, oh. oh. we have freedom in Jesus. We have freedom. He has given us freedom. He has given us strength, and he has given us authority. He given us all authority over the enemy. Nothing will harm us. As Christian was saying, if, just give it to God. Trust in the Lord. And he's got all this for you. And he knew 
He was given everything. He says, ask anything of the Father in my name, and it will be given to you. Knock and the doors will be open. Seek and you will find it. Ask and it will be given to you. God is good all the time. God is good. Jesus said, ask anything of the Father in my name, and I can, so I can give the Father glory. So I can glorify the Father. You ask it, I get credit for it, and he gets to glorify the Father. Jesus left us the Holy Spirit. He had to leave. He says, I got to go, but there is one coming after me, and that's the Holy Spirit. That Holy Spirit dwells inside us. That Holy Spirit is the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, all in one. We have that authority. We stand on God's word. We have that authority. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Ooh. Jesus gave us everything. He says, you can cast out demons. You can heal the sick. When you speak, that's the Holy Spirit. That's God coming out. That's Jesus Christ coming out. And that breath that Jesus breathed into his disciples, we are all disciples of God. Oh. When Jesus lifted up the bread and the cup, and he said, do this in remembrance of me. I don't know if he was giving you a commandment or he was saying, can you do this in remembrance of me and do it often? That's, you know, I don't, I don't have no other option. But Jesus says, can you do this in remembrance of me? You know, and all these things are going to follow. And do it often. That means I'm going to give it all to Jesus because he asked me to do this often in remembrance of me. So, we're going to take communion right now. Tammy and Scott's going to pass it out. Yeah. Y'all can come up now. <laughs> come on up and, and take your uh, communion. And take it back to your seats and we'll partake in the, the communion. And taking this communion is, is showing that, yes, there is a God. Yes, there is a Jesus. And yes, we love you, Jesus. And yes, we're going to do this in remembrance of you, Lord God. That story that Christian was saying where his friend was laying there without a heartbeat and his kids were interceding in the other room. God gave his kids authority to intercede. that night when they were all finished eating, Jesus took the bread and he broke it. 
And he said, and he prayed over it. And then he said, this is my body. This is the body that was crushed. This is the same body that Jesus had in our, in, in human form. Now this is the same body that he has now. And he's seated by God on, on the right side of God with a glorified body, but it's a body like ours. So he took the bread and broke it. And he said, take this for this is my body. Do this in remembrance of me. So let's take the bread. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This wine represents the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood that was spilled for us that we can have everything that he said we can have and we can walk in authority. This blood covers us from head to toe, finger, fingertip to fingertip. He spilled this blood for us. He spilled it for his father because his father asked him. He did this out of obedience and love, love for us, love for every soul on earth that he wanted to save. He knew already at the beginning of time who would have this blood. So Jesus took the cup and he, he raised it up and he prayed over it. And then he looked at the disciples and says, take this in remembrance of me and do it often. So let's take this blood in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, John. That was good. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up this evening. And uh, I reserve just one one worship song for us to finish off the night with. So uh, what I'd like to do is just. I'm not going to preach. I think the preaching's already been taken care of. Thank you, guys. <laughs> it was good. What I believe has happened tonight is the heart of the Father has been conveyed. And that's exactly what I felt all, all evening, all afternoon here, was that God just wanted to reveal an aspect of his heart to us, his nature. Um, and that was the top of my list here, the nature and character of God and then our response. Well, our response, to sum it up, is worship. What is worship? Worship isn't singing songs. Worship is offering to Him, surrendering to Him, yielding to Him all that we are and inviting Him to be Lord, to be master, to, to take dominion, to govern our lives. That He would be our leader. He would be our personal leader over our lives. But what I wanted to read um, in part, and what we'll do is I'll just read the scripture and then we'll respond with worship and we'll wrap up the evening if that's good with you guys. And uh, so this is Psalm 103. I just want to, I want us to be able to grab a hold of the heart of God in the scriptures. It says, praise the Lord, O my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. So you might have a good benefit package with your job, but the, the kingdom benefit package that Jesus paid for, that we just ate the bread and drank the cup, remembering the price that Jesus paid on the cross. He paid for your benefit package that you would have, well, I'm going to read it right here. Forget not all of his benefits. And if you did forget, well, here's what the scripture tells us. Who forgives all your sins? Everyone in this room needs to hear that. 
because of what Jesus did on the cross, your sins are forgiven. You are forgiven. The debt has been paid in full. You're free. In a courtroom setting, the gavel has been hit. You're innocent because the innocent one took the penalty of your sin and mine upon himself so that you and I could go free, so that we could be free from the penalty. So that's one of the benefits. Who forgives all your sins, who heals all your diseases. Well, we saw a demonstration of that tonight, didn't we? He is the God who heals hearts. He heals hearts. He heals minds. We've seen mental illness healed. He heals bodies. We've seen leg pain, back pain, all kinds of pains healed. Diseases healed. He heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit. You, know, you might feel like you've fallen into a pit, maybe in the past, maybe right now. Maybe you'll slip into a pit in the future. I'm not going to declare that over you. But he'll redeem your life from the pit. He will rescue you from the pit. And then, to top it off, he crowns you with love and compassion. He crowns you. He places a crown of love and compassion on your head. Why does he do that? It says he satisfies your desires with good things. He wants to satisfy all of your desires with good things. See, we might try to satisfy our desires with things that aren't good for us, but he wants to satisfy your desires with good things so that so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Man, you ever watch the eagles soar around in the sky? If you get a, a blessed moment and get to see one, they just soar with those big surfboard wings spread out, and they just glide so effortlessly. God wants to renew your strength just like the eagles as he satisfies your desires with good things. It says, the Lord is compassionate and gracious. See, this was what I was trying to get to this afternoon because I know from my own experience, the Lord's patience, he's patient with me. He's patient with me. And I believe he wants you and I to know he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. He is slow to anger and he is abounding in love. That doesn't seem fair, right? Because the stuff that you and I say and do, we, we blow it all the time. We, 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 well, I don't know about you, but sometimes we cuss. Sometimes we get angry and fly off the handle. Sometimes we think about something that we shouldn't be thinking about, right? I mean, it happens. Sin happens. Stuff happens. But it's telling us here about our God. He is compassionate, just like this mom and dad over here are compassionate over their three kids, just as we're compassionate over our children. He's compassionate and gracious. Like he's not quick to just smack you upside the head and hit you on the butt with a wooden spoon, even though that's how we did it. But, whoops, I wasn't supposed to talk about that. It's okay, they survived. He's slow to anger, abounding in love. Okay, so he makes me believe here as reading the scriptures, he, we can provoke his anger, but he's slow to get angry. He's very patient. And he is abounding in love. He is abounding in love. Ephesians uh, 3, where's it at? I had it in my notes here. Ephesians 3.14, you know, Paul prayed that we would, we would get a revelation of the depth and the height and the length and breadth of the love of God and be rooted in it. Like God's love is so deep and so powerful and so unfailing and so everlasting that he desires for you and I to be rooted and grounded in it. That you and I would pull from his love like a tree planted by a stream and the fruit that grows out of our lives is the fruit of his spirit, all based in love. I'm almost done and we're gonna just end this night with some worship. 
It says he will not accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. Check this out. As high as the heavens. Little James, I know you're being such a good boy right now and I shouldn't get your attention, but did you know as high as the stars that are up in the sky, way, way up there, when you see the moon and the stars at night, the Bible says that's how high... That's how great his love is for us. That big. As far as the east is from the west, which is like we're on the west coast, go all the way around to the other side. If there's, you know, it's a big circle, but anyway, you know what I mean? As far as the east is from the west, that's how far he has removed your transgressions from you. 2 Corinthians 5 says, the message that you and I carry is that God in Christ was forgiving the world, not counting men's sins against them. The sacrifice for sin, sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. I woke her up. The sacrifice for sin is complete. When Jesus was on the cross, he said, it is finished. Debt paid. So as far as the West is from the East, that's how far he has removed our transgressions from us. And this is where I want to end. As a father, as a daddy, has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. He knows how we are made. He remembers that we are but dust. As for man, his days are like grass, Flourish like a flower in the field, and the wind blows over it, and it's gone. Its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, why don't we stand up, if you guys can. Why don't we stand up? Let's finish off this night. From everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him, and his righteousness with their children's children. So Jesus, we thank you for this evening. We thank you for this night. And we worship you. We give you praise. And we, we end this evening with a song of worship to you because we celebrate your goodness. And we surrender again and again our days and our nights, our, our entire lifespan. God, we yield it over to you. And we say, you can have it all. We want to honor you. And we would like you to become the center of all that we do, all that we are. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus.